1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Happy Friday. Bill Rider with you. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. Appreciate you hanging out here on CBS Sports Radio, on the Odyssey app, whatever beautiful, wonderful affiliate is is putting us on the airwaves in your hometown. Thanks for being here. Uh, as I just said a few minutes ago, I'm, I'm a huge Nick Costos fan. As a talent, as a person, he's such a great dude. The host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting, Insider, joining us now. Remember, Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the Bet MGM app, and also be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Nick's incredible analysis. Just search "You Bet" wherever you find your podcast. Hello, Mister Costos. Uh, what's going on, brother? Great to be on with you. Happy New
3: Year.
2: Happy New Year, buddy. All right, let's um help me with this. This isn't even a money thing; it's a pride thing. So I've made a Nick, I've made a terrible, terrible mistake. Um, I doubted Aaron Rodgers, and and apparently, or literally, I, I think is more accurate, agreed to wear a Batman. Uh, costume and do the whole show as Batman a f- month ago or maybe longer if if the Packers Christian made the Bale playoffs. Bale doing the
3: Batman voice also on the air or
2: not? The whole time, oh yeah, the whole show <laughs> will sound like this for you know for two hours. Um, that seemed like a very you know unlikely outcome a long time ago. Please tell me you think the Lions are going to win this game
3: over the weekend. Please just give. Oh. Is it? What do you think? What we got? Uh I bet the Lions in the game. Um yeah, I don't know if that means they're going to win, but I think they're going to cover the spread. By the way, you need to work on your where's Harvey Dent, which I feel like is like the phrase that Christian Bale in the Batman suit said the most. Where's Harvey Dent? I think that was the Where's point. Harvey um, Dent. Okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh I did bet the Lions here. I actually think I made a bad bet and I can tell you why. I think I made a bad bet and it's not for the reasons that that you might think that the Packers are going to like kill them in the game. Um I, I think the point spread is too big. I'm already thinking about ways I want to fade the, uh, the Packers in Card weekend against the San Francisco 49ers, which would be the likely matchup if Green Bay does win and is in the postseason. So Green Bay is a four-and-a-half-point favorite right now against Detroit. I do think Green Bay should be favored in the game. There's no question. I think Green Bay should be like a three-point favorite in the game, maybe even three-and-a-half. Once we get up into, the, into this range, like, I, I just think like the answer is no, just like no. And you can poke holes in in what the Packers have done, certainly down the stretch here, while simultaneously giving them credit for getting to this point, you know, off the doorstep of death, basically, and the season being over and now being in control of its own destiny heading into week 18. So for me, it's the Lions. Now, what I will tell people is this. If you want to bet Detroit in the game, and Bill, if you want to bet the Lions here and you agree with me, if the Seahawks win and beat the Rams, that's a 425 game on Sunday. That will mean that the Lions are eliminated from playoff contention. Now, I still think you will get Detroit's best effort. It's Dan Campbell like the ultimate try hard. He's going to try to finish 9-8 and eight and knock the Packers out of the postseason. Green Bay at that point is absolutely going to get bet. This is why I think I made a bet. I still like the Lions at this number, but I think I made a bad bet. Green Bay is going to get bet out with the thought being, well, the Lions have nothing to play for. Green Bay wins and they're in. The Packers' number is going to move. And at that point, if you want to bet Detroit, you will get a better number betting the Detroit Lions. But I do like Detroit in the game. I would not be surprised if Detroit won the game outright. I think this is a lot of smoke mirrors and concussions like the one suffered by Tua tonga Bailoa. Dolphins win that game by double digits on Christmas without the concussion suffered by Tua. So for me, this is Lions or nothing on Sunday night, Bill. And hopefully you won't have to dress like Batman the following week.
2: Nick is breaking it down and putting a pause on me ordering the Amazon Batman suit until at least at least I'll wait until Monday. Uh, Nick, let's dive into... I'm really interested if, in, in, in your view beyond this week if the Packers win and get in. You, um, and I get how good the Niners are, but it sounds like you are much more of a believer in Brock Purdy's ability to to keep being really impressive in the playoffs than you are another run of Packers postseason magic.
3: Sure. So let's just play this out, right? Um, The most likely scenario in the NFC, San Francisco is a two-touchdown favorite against David Bling Blau and the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. Maybe you think the Cardinals can keep the game close. I don't, but they are not going to win. The Niners are going to win. And by virtue of that win, San Francisco will be the two-seed. Um, the Green Bay Packers right now, it could obviously they could lose. Things could happen, et cetera. The Packers right now, the betting market tells you Green Bay is the most likely seven-seed. So let's kind of project this out, Niners versus Packers. The narrative leading up to this game is obviously going to be Aaron Rodgers against a rookie seventh-round quarterback. You will also have Green Bay, if they win, they're going to probably play well in the game, and especially if Rodgers plays well against the Lions defense. You will have a Packers defense riding high, riding a win streak into the postseason. So I think the Packers are going to get more market credit than I think they should in the game. I think we may get a point spread here in the dead zone, right? And by dead zone, I mean, like, let's say in between four and five and a half where then sportsbooks will kind of wait and say, okay, let's see what betters think here and to see if this number should be closer to three and a half or closer to six. In my estimation, this number should be closer to six. Now, Bill, if it ever hits San Francisco minus six, the Packers are going to get bet at that point because it's going to be Aaron Rodgers against a rookie. And I'm not even saying that would be a bad bet. would be to bet Green Bay plus six. Me personally, I would bet San Francisco in the game any number up until five and a half. And I think it's probably going to open like minus four, And I think that this number should be closer to six. than than it is to three for San Francisco. Um, People can say what they want about Rodgers against Purdy, and that's whatever. Packers' revenge against the Niners for the way these playoff games have gone to with the last three years. The Niners, one through 53, are 20 times better than the Packers. Uh, For me, it would be Niners or nothing. I am am looking forward to, assuming the Packers win on Sunday night, betting San Francisco on Sunday night when the line opens, assuming it's in that range. It'll be probably like four, four and a half, five, and I'm going to bet San Francisco.
2: Nick Costos here on the show. Nick, um we obviously have a weekend to get through to 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 set the playoff picture. But at this point, do do you look for or see any value in betting things like Super Bowl winner right now with most of the information in?
3: Well, I think the only issue with that bill and like I it's unfortunate that like we're doing this now and not like later in the day today. We kind of need to know like what the NFL owners are going to vote on as it regards like the playoff scenario that they proposed last night. Um, because of the Bills-Bengals game being canceled on Monday night. Like, how, how is this going to play out? Like, are our owners going to be like, no, like, you can't change the bylaws of the league season in season. Like, you need to do it after the year, and it's going to be based on winning percentage. So I think, like, if we want to play this out here and the, the proposal is going to go through and, it, and it's going to be like a, a, a neutral site game if the Bills have to play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, I think it favors Buffalo, in such an, Now, Cincinnati gets boned in this scenario for sure, right? Because Cincy would have to go on the road to Buffalo in the second round in the 2-3 matchup. And, like, why should they have to do that? That should be in a neutral site also. But uh, if someone was going to get boned in this scenario, it looks like it's going to be Cincy. If Buffalo and Kansas City play the AFC title game, and the game is in a dome, Josh Allen is literally the best Dome quarterback in the history of the National Football League. Patrick Mahomes has played in a lot of playoff games in his career. Literally all of them in the AFC have been at Arrowhead. He has not played one road playoff game in the AFC playoffs. Has played neutral site games, obviously, in the Super Bowl, both of them outdoors. This will be Mahomes' first Dome game in the playoffs ever against the greatest Dome quarterback of all time. I I think the Bills would – I don't want to say they would smash the Chiefs because, like, Mahomes is awesome, obviously. But, like, how do you not like Buffalo if that's the setup? I think Buffalo benefits big time here if this is going to be the proposal. So, curious to see what it's going to end up being, but I think I'm going to end up liking the Bills if if the proposal from last night ends up going through.
2: Uh, Nick Costos, what, um, looking at the slate this weekend, given the fact that some of these games are really significant, some of these teams have a lot to play for, and obviously some do not, where do you see a lot or a little bit of value?
3: Uh, there's, I mean, we can literally, like, every single game is interesting, um, we can start with some of the games. I'd like to build, uh, spend a little time on a game that that, that has no significance because I think it's a great betting game. But as for the games that have significance, we can run through them really quickly. The Chiefs are nine and a half point road favorites at the Raiders. Um, obviously, Kansas City wants to win this game because like, they would have home field advantage. They would get the buy, right? I don't want to say home field advantage because the, the Bills or the Bengals would be a neutral site game in the, uh, in the championship game. But uh, Kansas City wants to win this game. Um, I like the Raiders. I think the Raiders might win this game on Saturday against Kansas City. Um, For people that are new to betting, just because a team has to win does not mean that, A, they are going to win, or, B, they are going to cover the spread. There are numerous examples throughout history. We can look back a couple of years ago. Dolphins at the Bills in Week 17. Dolphins need to win in there, and Bills beat them 56-26. Bills have nothing to play for. 2004, Ben Roethlisberger's rookie year. Another game involving Buffalo, with Drew Bledsoe at quarterback. Win at home against the Steelers, like backups basically. The Steelers had clinched home field. That's Willie Parker's coming out party. The Steelers beat the hell out of them in the game. Eliminate Buffalo from the playoffs. I'm not saying that's going to happen here or in other instances. Just that, I would say people don't just be like, well, Kansas City has to win. The Raiders' season is over. The Chiefs are going to kill them. These are professional athletes. Like, that is not necessarily how it's going to play out. And I think there's enough variance in this game here where we have seen the Chiefs and, Bill, we've talked about this over the course of the season, but like the Seattle game notwithstanding a couple weeks ago where the Seahawks should have definitely covered the spread, little sour grapes by me, I bet Seattle in the game, Kansas City has had trouble putting teams away by margin. Kansas City's defense is not great. Jared Stidham looked great last week. How are the Chiefs going to stop Devontae Adams here in this game? Uh, I, I love the Raiders in this game, plus 9.5. I'm going to bet the Raiders on the money line also. I think the Raiders have a chance to win the game. Um, Titans and the Jaguars on Saturday night, this is Titans or nothing for me. I grabbed plus 7 at open. Currently sitting at 6.5. Now let's wait, Bill to see Traylon Burks, uh, Tennessee's rookie receiver. Let's see his practice status today. Didn't practice yesterday. Mike Vrabel said he thinks he's going to play. He's actually important in what's a decrepit Tennessee Titans passing offense. But it's Vrabel with a rest advantage here, with a rested Derrick Henry. I do think the Jaguars are going to win the game, Bill. But this is like Tennessee Titans or nothing as far as betting the points where it goes. The Bills are a touchdown favorite against the Patriots on Sunday. I I think this might be the most inexplicable spread of the entire season. And I mean that, like, sincerely. Um, and I know we're at week 18, and I'm saying it now. I actually think it's true. I make the Bills 10 in the game. In no universe is Buffalo only seven points better at home with that home field this weekend with DeMar Hamlin doing well now. Think about what that's going to be like in western New York, what the scene's going to be there. The Bills are a lot better than the Patriots. I think this number's going to get bet out. I think the Bills should be 10 in the game. They're 7. I absolutely love, love the Buffalo Bills in that game. Um, We'll give you one more here with playoff implications. It looks like the Dolphins are about to go to three and a half against the Jets. Um, Literally about a half an hour ago, Mike White was ruled out for this game on Sunday. Joe Flacco is going to start for the Jets. Zach Wilson will be the backup. And I do think the Dolphins need to be favored as a result. We don't know who Miami's quarterback is going to be yet, Bill, either either the rookie Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater. I would guess it's Skylar Thompson with Bridgewater nursing a dislocated finger. The Dolphins should be favored. If this is going to be three or three and a half, I have to bet the Jets. Like the Jets were like a one-point favorite or a pick with Mike White. You're going to tell me that there's a three or a a three-and-a-half point difference between broken-ribbed Mike White and Joe Flacco? No way. So I actually think the Jets are a valuable side now on the road against the Miami Dolphins.
2: Nick, Nick, I love having on the show, man. Nick Costos absolutely crushing it. I cannot believe that you and I are talking a few days before the end of the regular season. This season, for me, has flown by, man.
3: I agree completely. Um, and normally, I feel like the season drags because it's like the busiest time of year for us in the sports media. But I, right. I, I completely, I completely agree with that. It really has flown by, and I actually think, Bill, we've got some games this weekend that like are not significant, but I actually think we've got great betting opportunities as well. All right, give me, give me one or two of those. Okay, I'll give you one here because I'm going to spend a, li- a, a little time on it here just because it requires a little context. You're going to love this. Uh, Buccaneers are playing the Falcons on Sunday in Atlanta. The game means nothing for Tampa. Tampa is, is the four seed. They have won the NFC South. They cannot be less. They cannot be more. Um, Atlanta, obviously, is going to play to win the game, trying to instill a winning culture, see if Desmond Ritter is going to be the guy in the future. So this number was Seven. On Monday, Todd Bowles does his press conference, Bucks head coach, says we're going to play the starters in the game. Tampa immediately gets bet down to three. I'm on the air on you better, you better. My co-host Ken Barkley and I are talking, thinking, what the hell are people doing betting Tampa in this spot here? And then word starts to trickle out throughout the week. Well, Blaine Gabbard's going to play in the game also. Brady's back up. And then more word starts to trickle out. Well, the second-year quarterback, Kyle Trask, the third stringer, is going to be active and dress for the game and probably play also. Do you know what that means? This is a preseason game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So here's what's going to happen. Like, let's say the Bucs get the opening coin toss and they go down the field and score a touchdown. Starters are getting pulled immediately. Let's say they go three and out. They probably go back in for one more series to try and get a couple first downs, right, before the offense ends up leaving the game. The live betting market, if Tampa scores early in this game, is not set by a person. People, like actual humans, don't set the live betting number. It is a mathematical algorithm based off the closing spread of the game. It will not take into account that Tom Brady and the Buccaneer starters are leaving the game. So, Bill, if you're watching the game, or listeners out there, if you're watching the game, watching Red Zone, whatever, and the Bucs are up 7 nothing early, and Tom Brady's got the baseball cap on, and Blaine Gabbert's putting his helmet on to come back into the game, The live market is extremely likely to not capture that. And I actually think it's going to be a great opportunity, if that scenario holds, Bill, to bet the Atlanta Falcons live because the Falcons will be trying to win the game and the Bucks won't care about it.
2: Oh my god! I love it there's no rush like live betting for the first time if you are listening and you haven't done it it's a beautiful new new world that's about to open up for you and Nick Costos has given you a way to do it with a with a pretty serious edge. My friend, as always buddy I uh, love having you on the show it's a beautiful way to cap the week here on this program thanks for thanks again for making time
3: always my friend, wishing you guys and all your listeners a a happy new year and b minimal sweats winning bets the absolute very best of luck the one
2: and only nicholas. Costos. Love that dude, man. Host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, uh, Nick Costos. Remember, Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Batman voice is going to be hard. I'm just telling you right now, Diesel, it's going to be hard to pull off for two hours. But I'm
4: into I You know what? I'm committed. You are committed. And I appreciate that. You're working through it. We're workshopping it. We're going to get you some puns. <laughs> We're going to get you some lines. It's going to be great. Some wordplay. Or the Lions might win the game. The Lions might win. Yeah.
2: Then Daniel Procopa should have to do the show in a Batman voice. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Not sure the bosses would sign off on that. Uh, Very excited about a, what did you call it? What was the buy or sell that you you posited to us? You pitched? A delightful
4: Friday edition of buy Mm. or sell.
2: To a delightful buy or sell with a bunch of headlines and D-Sell's sunny personality coming up here next on CBS Sports Radio. Looking to save time and money in the new year? Get Hello Fresh and take control of the clock and your budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Spend less time in the kitchen with new fast and fresh recipes like falafel power bowls or southwest pork and bean burritos. Those are great. Each pack with flavor and ready in just 15 minutes. With over 35 weekly recipes and 70, 70 seasonal and convenience items, there's always something new to try. And pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step instructions make it really easy to whip up a tasty meal Right at home. This year, skip the extra trip to the market. We'll cut back on takeout to get HelloFresh delivered instead. At 25% cheaper than takeout, HelloFresh is the easiest and most delicious way to save. Start the year off right with a great deal on America's number one meal kit. Sign up today for 22 free meals plus free shipping with the code THANU. That's THANU22 at HelloFresh.com slash THANU22. Like righter than you, but take off my name. THANU22. That's code THANU22 at HelloFresh
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back on this Friday. Bill Ryder with you along with Andrew Bogish and Tom DeCelestino. Two best friends together again. Definitely think I'm coming to New York, boys.
4: Then we'll be three best friends.
2: Three best friends getting together on Monday night at 8 p.m. in the
4: city. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't agree to any of that.
2: 8 8 p.m. That's, That's when Bogus goes to sleep. I've already been asleep. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you guys could. How would you get home? Would it be hard? You guys are going different directions, too.
4: I don't even know if I would go home. I would just stay here at the office.
0: No, if if it's Monday night, then it's Christmas Pajama Sleepover in Ryder's Hotel. We've done this part already. This is not news. I'll I'll do it for a Monday night. I won't do it for a Sunday night. Monday
2: night. You guys give me a Monday night? Come on over. I'll even get you Christmas pajamas.
0: (laughs) Okay, Batman. (laughs) Let's practice.
2: It's time for a hero segment. Buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in
1: the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy
4: or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Bill. There's no other way to put it other than saying this season has been an absolute disaster for Jets quarterback Zach Wilson. The former number two overall pick has just six touchdowns and seven interceptions in nine games played this year. And as you heard Nick Costo say last segment, he will be active for the Jets' final game on Sunday. In Miami, he will back up Joe Flacco. However, Bill, this week, Jets OC Mike LaFleur says the team may have mishandled Wilson's rookie season last year. Quote, in hindsight, it probably would have benefited him to just sit back and learn a little bit and watch a veteran and just kind of grow in this league. Kind of in the back seat watching. End quote. Buy or sell Zach Wilson? Being a backup, his rookie season last year would have helped his progression this year. I mean, I guess I'll buy it because
2: I generally tend to think that's true in hindsight. Twenty twenty. But buy or sell this guy going with the hindsight guy? Who needs this? Sell. Sell. The entire
4: comment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the head coach probably not loving that comment. The organization, the GM, nobody looked at that comment in print, and it was like, yeah, good job with that one. Yeah, thanks, man. You just cracked the code. You did it. Unbelievable. That made things worse, no? Like, yeah, we messed up. Like, everyone knows you messed up already with this guy, whether it was uh, allowing him to play in year one or just picking him number two overall. Like, we don't need it in print saying that we know we messed up. I think mean, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, what a what a master of the obvious. Just a reminder that that as much as teams tanky want whatever quarterback they want to get it, for fan bases, it's I think it's as much about the organization doing the drafting as it is the quarterback coming in. I mean, see Trevor Lawrence. They almost ruined that guy. I don't. I think he's going to get through it, but that's proof positive: no quarterback is the solution without the team solving some of its own problems.
4: All right, let's get to some college football here. It was a busy day for Michigan football yesterday. Jim Harbaugh released a statement that addressed those rumors that he has a desire to get back to the NFL. His statement read in part, quote, As I stated in December, while no one knows what the future holds, I expect that I will be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023, end quote. And then just hours later, Bill, the Athletic reported that Michigan football was facing multiple NCAA violations stemming from contacting prospects during the COVID-19 dead period a couple of years ago. Buy or sell Jim Harbaugh will be coaching Michigan next season.
2: Um, I'm going to buy it. Buy. I'm also going to sell that I care about contacting kids during the dead periods. Sell. I don't. Maybe I should. I don't. I don't. Everybody does that stuff, right or wrong. I I would love just once for to see like a Jim Harbaugh type release where it's like, I will be unenthusiastic. There's a good chance it won't be enthusiastic. Why, why the enthusiastic? Why does that have to be included in the statement?
4: I rolled my eyes when I read this statement. Like, this is the same guy who last year spent nine hours interviewing with the Minnesota Vikings on National Signing Day, no less. Like, the guy has an NFL itch. He knows that. Then he made it to the net to the net to the College football Playoff. I understand that he's done a good job at Michigan, but it's okay to say you have NFL interest. I know it puts Michigan in a weird spot, but if this guy gets an offer, you're telling me he's staying at Michigan next year? Here's the thing:
2: in most cases, I would agree with candor, but do you think one of your points, and bogus way in here, if you want to? I He's he's got to recruit kids, and if you say any version of "I won't be here," they'll that will be used against you in recruiting.
4: But that's why I think that's the only reason that statement got released yesterday because of the disaster of last year flirting with the Minnesota Vikings. And oh, by the way, he never got an offer. That's why he went back to Michigan. I know, but it's a. I'm with you, but it's a. I'm, it's
2: a course correction, I think, for him. On understanding what he has to say. I also we've hit this right. I don't think there are good enough jobs right now. The Viking job would have been a great job. If I'm hardball, of all the people out there, why not wait? You're at Michigan, you're on moderate, things are going well. Wait for the right job.
0: I mean, you can wait for the right job, but you also can put out any bogus statement you want, and people are going to read right through it. This guy said last year, after this Viking interview, that's the last time I'm going to flirt with an NFL team, and in the next hiring cycle, he's talking to David Tepper about the Panthers' job. like He's he, not to he, be trusted on this front, which nobody is. He's full, this. Right, he's full of They're it. They're all full of it. Yeah. So, yeah, you can uh, spare me enthusiastically coaching the Wolverines next fall.
2: Let me. All right, so I'm going to ask you a question. It's in a vacuum because you don't know where he'd go. Buy or sell, right, you had to bet it, that it's more likely than not Harbaugh is successful if he goes back to the NFL. Buy. That's you, D-Cell. Then you got to go.
4: That was me. I think the dude is just a good football coach, and it may take a couple of years to, to turn around whatever team he goes to, but, yes, I would sign up to have Jim Harbaugh coach my team.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. The length of the success is the question for me, but he will have success if he goes back to the NFL.
2: Yeah, what is the over-under number? Two and a half?
0: Three and a half. I
4: think three and a half. I mean, four years is a long time for Harbaugh. people he can't control. Is there any reason the Colts should not be interested in Harbaugh? No, I I think there's reasons Harbaugh shouldn't be interested in the Colts. I I agree with that part wholeheartedly, but uh, the Colts... Should be giving him almost a blank check.
2: If the Chargers have another mediocre year next year, regardless of, of the reasons, that job's open, right? I would agree. I mean, that's the job. That's the quarterback, for if I'm Harbaugh, that, that, I, that I want that has a reasonable likelihood of being open.
4: All right. Now, speaking of quarterbacks, former Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman is and was regarded as the top quarterback in the transfer portal this year and announced on social media yesterday that he's headed to Notre Dame for his final season of eligibility. Now, Hartman has thrown 77 touchdowns and nearly 8,000 yards over the last two years at Wake Forest. By or sell that Sam Hartman makes the Fighting Irish a playoff contender next year, even though they still don't play in a conference, and it's still a four-team playoff next season. I don't even know what to make of that program. Do you? I... I- They were so inconsistent this year. Very up and down. Even games that they won, they barely squeaked out. They're going to get the benefit of the doubt, though, if they have a gaudy record, no matter how they got to it. Sam Hartman can play football. This guy can put up numbers. Playing playing on a program that nobody cared about in Wake Forest, he can play. He makes them better immediately. My issue is the coach. Because we already knew the guy can recruit. I'll... I will tentatively buy this. I'm still hung up on the conference part. Bye.
2: Man, how good is expansion for
4: Notre Dame, though? They're going to be in every year. It,
2: the college ball playoffs going to be
4: not every year. Yeah, because when we go from 12 teams to 90 teams, like we're doing for the NCAA oh, tournament, lo- lo- the 90s
2: terrible, terrible idea. US- you are you are you Notre Dame guy? No. You look Notre Damey.
0: I appreciate that. Uh but no, I'm not. You're a Sam Hartman guy? But I would buy your and well, I mean, I'm a Dave Clawson guy. That's Wake Forest head coach. So I guess I'd buy trends, you know, the transitive property, I've been a Sam Hartman guy. So I I'll I'll okay. buy details of original wow. question. Buy. Jeez. I'm gonna write down transitive property, fancy pants. That, I'm that use Sam, a sentence today. Yeah, that Sam Hartman in South Bend makes them a competitor, a possibility for the Final Four.
2: I've got a lunch today with one of my um, CBS Sports HQ bosses. He lives an hour and a half away, so I'm I'm pretty, a bit of a drive. Either you guys want to talk on the phone? What will you pay me if I get transitive property
0: into a conversation with it? Two bucks. How can we confirm that it happens?
2: I don't know. I won't lie to you. Yeah, I'll give you By two the bucks. Transitive by the
0: transitive property of our friendship. I'll buy you an extra beer when we hang out on that Monday night <laughs> okay. in late January.
4: And Deal. I will buy you a beer with Bogus' money. So there we go. Two beers for you. I mean, t- hey, what's up, Otto? Transitive property.
0: So anyway, when- <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what's new with you? I'll just say it. No context. No, no, it's got to work. It's got to be correct. I'm not sure that I use it correctly, but you've got to definitely use what it correctly. What does it mean? It, it means- sounded fancy. Yeah, give me, give me like... Um, I think this is a really
2: like smart, good dude. So it's not like, it's not like, it's not like it's Ryan Hickey and I can just slip it in there. Well, speaking
0: of, wait, but speaking of, don't let me forget. We got, I was going to already bring up Hickey. So don't let me forget to bring (laughs) Hickey up after I explain this. I believe the transitive property is if A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. So like. That's how my in my mind how my affection for Dave Clawson I'm out I got nothing. to Sam Hartman
2: got it. got it it's gonna be an NBA conversation so I got to figure out you know okay what's uh, Ryan Hickey okay Do so tell.
0: speaking of next year's college football playoff our friend Ryan Hickey Trace Cam Newton's number one fan he was at the Rose Bowl on Monday because yep. he's a Penn State grad. Might have had a few soda pops before and during the game. Walked out of that win. Turned his phone on. Recorded a reaction video. Maybe stumbling through all of those beers. And his rant included saying, here's your early hot take. Penn State in the football playoff next year.
3: Huh.
0: He,
2: I, mean, I So he did not. He blew me off. Every time I go to New York, he blows me off. And he didn't tell me he was in L.A. So I, Gelb asked me to call into his show yesterday to give trace a hard time, but then Gelb threw me out of the bus and was like, I gotta defend my producer. <laughs> you told me to call in, man! Real awkward radio.
4: <laughs> Bogus, we're still best friends. Yeah. I rarely ever agree with Ryan Hickey. I think he has a lot of bad takes. Whoa, I, whoa, I, don't, I don't think it's crazy that Penn State is in Come the college on. football. I don't think it's crazy. I don't.
0: Is Trey Lance their quarterback?
4: Uh, no. next year. <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
0: No. no Did he transfer to Ben State? That's <laughs> funny.
4: <laughs> he's still in the transfer portal. You're talking where well, he said next year. No, yeah. Next year. Yeah. Pre expansion. Yeah. Still four teams.
0: Yeah. Look. Now, he I could love be wrong. Ryan. I've gotten the expansion wrong. Maybe he thinks it happens next year, so he's talking about 12 spots. I don't know. that. I'll, I'll give him that out. But he's confident. They've got two young running backs. Why is it so crazy?
4: Look, I mean, they finished eight this year and
2: won the Rose Bowl. I love Ryan. But Ryan loves beer. And by the transitive property, <laughs> ah. I can't get down with that.
0: Bye. Did I do that right? But if you love Ryan and Ryan loves beer, I think that means that you love beer too. By the transitive property. Bye. And we know if that's true.
2: Oh, I did the transitive property wrong.
4: <laughs> let's uh let's hope whoever you're having lunch with today doesn't know what it means.
0: I don't know what it means still. Yeah, I'll give you an NBA one. If okay. Joel Embiid is better than Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Nikola Jokic is better than Demontis Sabonis. Ooh. Then, then Joel Embiid the, is better than Sabonis. But the tri-
2: but I just you know what I'll buy you the beer. Okay. That sounds so pretentious <laughs> for me. You, you pull it off. I can't do it.
0: Just Facetime me in. I'll do it for you. <laughs> hey <I> Ottawa, <don't>, uh, <laughs> Pokish wants to say something. it will be my audition for HQ. <laughs>
4: All right, let's stay with hoops here. Last night in the Celtics win over the Mavericks, Jason Tatum made it 10 straight games, scoring at least 25 points. And on the other side, Luka Doncic's 25-point scoring streak was snapped at seven games. Doncic, however, went for 50-plus three times in that stretch. Buy or sell, Bill, that Jason Tatum right now is a better player than Luka Doncic. So Sell.
2: So. Wow. Mm. Wow. By the transitive property, what...
0: Incorrect usage.
2: Tatum's, oh, I did it wrong again. Tatum's amazing. By the transit of property, I'm hungry?
0: No, you're just hungry.
2: So (laughs) Mm. (laughs) No, I think Luka Doncic is, is, I, I mean, there's actually a collection of guys that are top tier in the NBA right now. Giannis, Jokic, Steph when he's healthy, I still think. Durant, Doncic. I don't I think I think Tatum's not quite in that group for me.
4: Are we gonna get to a point this season with Doncic where he's underappreciated because the basketball team that he plays on is just not good?
2: I mean maybe. I, I think what's interesting about Doncic and hasn't been talked about or written a lot is I do wonder if there's ever a point where you start to worry he's a little hardenesque and hardens glory time because his usage rate is so high that it doesn't incorporate a lot of other guys and he doesn't have help but is there also a criticism eventually to be leveled that doesn't improve the guys around him enough?
4: All right, let's finish up with some college hoops here. Last question. Yesterday, Texas basketball made it official firing Chris Beard three and a half weeks after he was arrested for choking, biting, and hitting his fiancé during an argument. Now, since then, Beard's fiancé has released a statement saying Beard never choked her. The statement read in part, quote, Chris did not strangle me. I know I told law enforcement that that evening. Chris has stated that he was acting in self-defense, and I do not refute that. I do not believe Chris was trying to intentionally harm me in any way. End quote. Buy or sell the timing of Texas firing Chris Beard.
2: In what respect? Uh, What do you mean?
4: Uh, Just that it took three and a half weeks, Uh. and Beard's fiance has come back to retract some of what Beard was arrested
2: for. so... I'm going to buy the timing because you should take your time. It's a person's livelihood. Bye. Here's the, the reality, and I actually have covered domestic violence as part of a beat many years ago when I was in newspapers before I got into sports. The reality is that in, in most situations of actual domestic violence, women who are in those relationships, it's not the first time this has happened, where the police get called, will later retract or try not to press charges. It's just a reality. I don't know what happened with Chris Beard, I'm just telling you it's a reality. In fact, I, I used to go on a lot of a lot of ride alongs with police officers and they would I mean it's pretty amazing if you do a ride along what they allow you to be a part of, they never let you go into a home ever in a domestic violence situation because it can often turn where the person that is the victim becomes aggressive. Right? That that need to to, to defend the abuser can flip really quickly. And my point is maybe Chris Beard's fiancé is telling the truth. I'm sure that happens, too. But that is so common that that uh, women who are abused say, oh, I w- it was me, that it is going to be dismissed. And it does create a situation where someone like Chris Beard, if he's the rare person accused of this, but it happens, who who, you know, didn't do anything, that is what it is. I mean, it just... It is really, it's really, Boss, this also comes, guys, at a time, I know it's a little, I'm not even sure it's a little, a little different. I mean, the Dana White thing has been kind of, hasn't gotten enough attention. I haven't talked about it enough on the show. I mean, the guy slapped his wife. It's on camera, right? It's, there should be consequences for these things, and it, there there are in some cases, and there aren't, there aren't in others, and I, I, I think Texas probably did the right thing. I, I do, and I don't know if Chris Beard's going to get another chance anytime soon, I don't know if he did anything wrong, but if you are in the public eye, you can't... You know, fair and not fair, you can't get arrested for something like that. You just can't and and keep your job. Do we know, Bogus, do you know, I should know this, was Chris Beard previously married? Uh, I do not
0: know that
4: answer. I don't either. All right. But well, you don't know Mr. DeSalle, do you? I know Chris has children, which leads me to believe he was, but I do not know that for a fact. Yeah. Um. All right, let's... Uh.
2: Let's close out with a, with a robust edition of Bum of the Week. I have a bunch of great nominees. It's coming up after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: After the end of a good fight,
2: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. This NFL postseason, every Westwood NFL broadcast streams live for free. The wild card round, the divisional round, the AFC and NFC championship games, the Pro Bowl and Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One Station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That would make. That's what makes... AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I got a zone for you, D-Cell.
4: Oh, what zone is
2: that? It's a sphere that focuses on Bumdom.
3: Hallelujah.
2: I'm a bum. All he's doing
1: is a whole lot of damn nothing. I'm a bum. you
3: rotten bum.
0: I'm a bum. They're a bunch of bums. I'm
3: a bum. I'm a bum. I'm
1: a bum. Who's the bum this week? Let's find out on Writer Than You
2: on CBS Sports Radio. All right, here we go. I got a few nominees for you. Some of them are a little far afield, uh, Diesel, Ryan Hickey's nominated for for uh, coming to L.A. as my friend and not letting me know. Don't give me this. He sent me some tweet. Happy New Year. You live in a – what a place to live what a place to welcome, 2000. Your hood is such a place to welcome
4: 2023.
2: Am I supposed to know that means I'm in
4: LA? Well, here's the real question: How did you find out that he was once in LA and then already gone before you even knew it? Either you or Stu told me. Oh, good, good. Glad oh, we week ratted or him or out two later.
2: All right, yeah, you guys did. Um, Barcelona Football Club is—I uh, know you're into that. Bar, bar- soccer, soccer. Draw with Espanol, almost lost to a third-tiered inner city, I think is what they're called, in the Copa del Rey. What a bunch of, what a bunch of garbage. Uh, A-Rod, I don't know if you saw this, <laughs> put out a photo of himself supposedly shoveling the snow out of his massive driveway. The sticker's still on the shovel, and as someone who's from that part of the country, now I'm not from, from Minnesota, but I'm from Iowa, and has shoveled a lot of driveways, you can't shovel a driveway that big. You'd have to get a snowplow.
4: You'd have for hours, I think you could see, and maybe I'm, I'm trying to see what I want to see. I think you could see the lines of snow from the snowplow. Like that's not from a shovel. Yeah, his sticker is still on the shovel, with no wear and tear. Always trying to find the next photo op is a rod.
2: I mean, that guy is so full of it. Um, I, I think Daniel Rea, Reina, could 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 be um. Could be nominated for for, for sure for disclosing a very personal thing from one of her former best friends in an attempt to punish a coach who didn't play her kid enough in her her view. I I think Jimbo Fisher is definitely a top nominee for hiring Bobby uh, Petrino as his offensive coordinator. Anybody I'm missing?
4: Uh, Nobody from the sports world. Uh, Do you mind if I go a little personal here for my life? Do it. Uh, So my son had uh, photos School pictures, if you will, uh, yeah. at daycare last week. We got, we got the pictures back. We were all excited. Me and my wife, we hadn't even seen them. We were planning on buying them. We got them all dressed up. There's only two pictures. Okay. And they give you different packages that you can buy. This size, that size, wallet size. What pa- There's two pictures. What am I paying for?
2: Are we nominating the photographer I or the co- I guess. I
4: think it's got to be the photographer, right? There's only two different pictures.
2: Why would you buy school pictures today? Like Lori and I discussed this. I can just take pictures of my kids on my phone all the time now. It's yeah. not like
4: the old... Anytime you want.
2: Yeah, that that photographer, that business model. It's really a, clo- a close call. I almost want to nominate... I mean, I'm going to nominate Zach Gill for having me call in to make fun of Ryan and then... Acting like surprised that I called him, well, I gotta defend my guy.
4: So I just want to be clear here on what we're doing. There, there are two humans that worked on the Zach Gelb <laughs> show. That would be Zach Gelb and Ryan Hickey, who yeah. have both now been nominated for yeah. Bum of the Week.
2: Oh yeah, I'll nominate myself though for for making fun of, try, you know, making fun of Ryan on the air, Call, you know, falling to, to Zach's, to, to really selling him out to Zach. We're all nominated, but man. You incompetent head coach who can't live up to that long-term massive contract, throwing a desperation Hail Mary to a guy with as big an ego and more of a track record for disloyalty than you, and Bobby Petrino's your offensive coordinator, Jimbo Overrated Fisher. You're the Bum of the Week, bro.
3: That's
1: your Bum of the Week.
2: I
4: detest
2: you!
1: On lighter than you.
2: Man, can, how are we going to do the Batman as a Bum of the Week? I mean, I nominate the Joker.
3: Being a bad guy.
4: I would love to give you some direction here and say, like, here's what you do. This is how we play this out. I have no idea what we're going to do.
2: The opening monologue. If the Pack- so if you miss this, if the Packers win next week, I have commit, or sorry, this weekend against Detroit and make the playoffs. I committed a month or more ago to doing an entire show in a Batman voice in a Batman costume. In this voice. What's going to happen if someone's just driving around Iowa and they turn the radio on and they
4: hear, look the chiefs have a real chance. I mean what's we're either their new favorite show or uh, they're never tuning in again. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. All right. Uh have a you got to enjoy your bouncy house magic over the weekend, buddy. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Our first birthday party for the little dude.
2: I'm going to go on a little bit of a trek here. I'm going to go see my my boss is a really good dude. That's the only thing about LA is you can drive like 20 miles it could take an hour and a half. Which is exactly what's gonna occur. Um I am very excited to see my cousin Stephanie, who's gonna be in town, even though she's a Packers fan. she I think she'll be nice about it. Gonna watch a bunch of sports. Are you going to, are you are you watching any soccer? Do the World Cup, you know,
4: movie and all to watch some soccer. Yeah, I got, soccer? I got that penciled in. It's uh it's pretty down on the list for the weekend, but yeah, it's penciled in I mean, there.
2: Barca's playing uh, Atletico Madrid on Sunday, man. Three PM your time.
4: Huge match. Huge.
2: Huge. All right. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you to Nick Casas for being on. Thank you to Andrew Bogus for introducing the uh, transitive property to, to all of us. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We know you have choices. Thanks for being here. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you back on Monday on CBS Sports Radio.